Hi, I'm Alois Mujira and you're listening to the CFM Sport Podcast. Z. Nice, Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes and the best on the planet. It's time for the biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world, in front of any player in the world, and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. I think it must have been DJ Khaled who chanted or sang All I do is win, win, win And that is the mood out at Zimbabwe Cricket Because right now they are on a very good wicket Zimbabwe doing the business versus Bangladesh this afternoon To win the decisive third T20 International And of course wrap up a historic 2-1 series victory Over the Tigers after that 10-run win That was on the back of splendid performances by Ryan Bell with the bat and Victor Nyauchi with the ball. That is our lead story. We're going to be taking a look at that match that was played earlier today and just taking a look at the progress made by Zimbabwe cricket under Dave Houghton and his team of coaching staff. And in the studio to pick the meat off that bone is Alois Bunjira, Chris Midzi, Barry Menandi. My name is Mike Madoda and our producer the man who puts it all together is Sean Tafirinika. What else do we have for you? We have our Formula 1 report brought to you by Zimoko and Red Bull team boss Christian Horner says that there is not one ounce of him that wishes Ferrari was putting up a closer fight in the Formula 1 championship battle. We'll also take you around the world in 60 with updates from England, South Africa as well as the United States. In the beautiful game following their German Super Cup defeat to Bayern Munich but RB Leipzig have turned to the transfer market for answers as they are growing increasingly confident uh, they can agree a deal to re-sign Timo Werner from Chelsea. And now being a Tuesday, we'll head to France where Paris Saint-Germain star Neymar has hit out at critics of teammate Lionel Messi following the team's 4-0 win against Nantes in the Trophy de Champions. And then uh, Barcelona president Joan Laporta said the club have sold 24.5% of Barca Studios to Socios.com for 100 million euro to help register new signings the warriors the chevrons the cheetahs the mighty warriors and the sables from the pool to the track to the field we are team zimbabwe the home front local sports news and analysis Today, first off the bat, Mudara Joa in Trafalgar Norton says congratulations to the Chevrons for the historic win. And that is exactly where we start because the Chevrons have registered a historic 2-1 series victory after they beat Bangladesh by 10 runs in the third and final. Uh, of course, the decider uh, of a T20 international series that was played at Harare Sports Club. Uh, uh, that game played this afternoon. Zimbabwe clinched their maiden T20 series win over 
over a higher ranked side when they beat the Tigers by 10 runs in that third game. The home side aroused a full house crowd by lifting themselves from 67 for 6 to finish on a competitive 156 for 8 before restricting Bangladesh to 146 for 8 in 20 overs. A few liberties in that story. Uh, it was hardly a full house, but a decent uh, attendance, I think, for a game played on a Tuesday afternoon. Now, let's hear from man of the match, Ryan Burl. Yeah, no, um, obviously losing, you know, a few wickets early up uh, wasn't ideal, but, you know, we've got quite a, quite a lot of depth in the batting lineup, so we're very confident. Batting lineup worked well in the first game, lost wickets early in the second, it happened again today. What was your thought process when you walked out to bat today? Um, I think just trusting the process, you know, Dave's, Dave said to us from in the beginning, you know, in all eight games we've been playing, just keep being positive, taking the positive options and just keep trusting the process. See. Uh, keep trusting the process. Uh, Ryan Bell speaking very confidently there, Barry, and he put in a confident performance because at one point it looked all but lost 67 for six, but then one magical over with many swings of the willow changed the complexion of the game and gave the Chevrons hope. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Six, 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 six. Four, six. 34 runs, 34 from runs over. by Buru. Uh, the man they call Buru, uh, Ryan Bull, he was phenomenal. He, and he bullied, he bullied that over and put us in a, in a, in a, in a better position at that stage uh, and certainly a commanding position later on when you realized uh, what it meant. Because winning by 10 runs, you remove those 34 runs. Even if that over go, goes from 34 uh, to something like 12, we possibly either lose this game or it becomes even closer. So uh, that is the value of those runs that were put on by Ryan Bull. And also, I'm glad he mentions that Dave Houghton has allowed them to, to go out and uh, enjoy themselves, uh, uh, play aggressively, and also trust the process because you can see it in the players, both with the ball and with the bat. And what I loved is uh, it just wasn't Ryan Bell, Barry. Of course, uh, he was the main reason why we were able to post that uh, uh, 156 for eight, which I thought was par for the course. Yeah. Uh, but it was uh, because, you know, the way that he aggressively took on the Bangladesh. Uh, bowlers in that over where he smacked uh, 34 uh, the disdain he showed it gave confidence uh, to his uh, to, to Jongwe who mm. was with him yeah. uh, and we saw Jongwe also start to open up uh, and start to hit the odd six here and there in fact Jongwe smacked two sixes and uh, two fours uh, Ryan Burl of course six sixes and two fours yeah 100% and I think that it just uh, that confidence just uh, uh, cascades throughout the team and, and in truth uh, coming out to field after a performance like that, everyone from that dressing room uh, thought to themselves, we're well within this game. All we need to do is get the basics right. And that's exactly what they did with the ball because uh, in the field there was energy. Yeah, a few mistakes here and there, but you could tell that this is a team that's trusted by their coach. Uh, so there, there wasn't any time where you could see the players getting nervous. And as a result, the, co- the crowd was confident as well. Well, Sikander Raza, who's been uh, the star of the show for Zimbabwe over the last couple of months, uh, he didn't have any big performances in this particular game. He captained the side and he captained the side with a lot of energy, Chris. Uh, you know, he's very enthusiastic. He gets the crowd into the game. Yes. And I think that helped to get the Chevrons over the line. But when I take a look at Zimbabwe's performances, 
they were without sort of like the usual faces or the usual players that we are used to uh, getting us out of trouble. In this game, we were dependent on Burl and Jongwe, who came lower yeah. down the order mm. uh, to post uh, that uh, decent total. And then even as far as uh, the bowling is concerned, when Bangladesh was now chasing, uh, the pick of the bowlers, of course, was Nyauchi with three wickets. And then we had Young Evans with two wickets, uh, Jongwe with a wicket, uh, Williams with one wicket. Sikandar Raza didn't take any wickets. So it's nice to see that uh, now the, the load is being yes, shared. Yes, absolutely. And that spread of the responsibility and that spread in terms of that scoring is incredibly important, whether it's our bowling or our batting. Because I think in the previous game, we saw how we were solely reliant on a couple of individuals. And without those individuals who really came to the party, then we had a batting collapse. Um, we didn't come to the party in terms of putting up a decent enough score. So that spread, I think, also breeds confident, confidence in Dave Houghton to say, you know what, there's a number of players who are able to make meaningful contributions, which is what needs to actually happen more consistently rather than we get huge, uh, whether it's the batting or the bowling, huge scoring from a couple of individuals. Yeah, and I, I just want to add there that, uh, listen, Mike, how long have we in the studio here been crying out uh, for a finisher, a genuine finisher? And yeah. in truth, today at number seven, and, and uh, today Ryan Burl looked like a genuine finisher. A guy who can clear the ropes and clear them quite easily. With ease, 100%. And that, that over is emblematic of the sort of player going into a World Cup. Yeah, listen, he's got a lot of performances that he needs to replicate of this nature. Uh, but if he can replicate those performances, we go into the World Cup knowing that at number seven, we've got a genuine finisher who can uh, either rescue games that seem to be getting away from us or finish games where we need to cement our, our superiority. Uh, I want to immediately dispel, uh, you know, uh, uh, a myth uh, that is uh, preferred by Messi that's come in from Chavez in Bari who says but Bangladesh is said to have come with uh, junior players oh. no they didn't come oh, with no. junior players they, no, they, they, they were missing no I think three frontline <laughs> players but so were we Chris yeah. Uh, we are missing Muzarabani yeah. we are missing Chatara mm-hmm. uh, and I think uh, Craig Irvin didn't Craig play, Irvin in didn't play in this game yeah. uh, and so we were missing frontline players as well and our very key players especially from a bowling perspective were missing here I think Bangladeshi also they rested two players and two players were out with injury in terms of their more senior more experienced players but no this is not like a, a second string junior side we don't deserve to have yeah, Bangladesh exactly. that's what yeah. trying to say that's Litton right. Dust is no, Litton is no Dust, uh, uh, youngster uh, 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 Mr. Fizio is these Mr. Deco say these guys are the main these guys are the ones going to the World Cup for Bangladesh yeah, they're the mainstay actually of the so, of the Tigers side yeah. now in the end actually that uh, Burn uh, uh, Bill and Jongwe 70 run uh, 79 run partnership which was of course in 5.1 overs uh, has actually found a place in the record books uh, no team in the history of T20 internationals has had their seventh wicket pair come in at such a low score yeah. 67 for 6 and made at least 50 runs at such a high strike rate uh, so there's a lot Good of work that's been put in mm-hmm. uh, by Lance Klusner and Dave Houghton and is beginning to show in some of these performances by Zimbabwe just going to our messages here we just want to read a few of uh, messages that are coming in uh, and of course uh, you can congratulate the team uh, if you uh, want to do that uh, on our WhatsApp uh, platform uh, 
0731-168-045. Elders Zimudin Harare and sports team Makorokoto to the men's cricket T20 uh, team for winning the series. He's definitely happy with that. Um, more messages here. Buru, Mupei Munda, Mufana Oyo. I mean, he was phenomenal. He was and, absolutely and, and phenomenal. And just to hear Alois, uh, the, 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 the fans that showed up at our sports club chanting his name, you know, Buru, Buru. Yeah, every He's, time he cleared the room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he seemed to feed off that energy. Yeah, that's uh, that's the the, the main uh, main uh, importance of uh, fans. To be honest, you know, when you've got fans that are cheering you on, you just get that extra boom, extra energy that you have got. And he was riding on it because, honestly speaking, if that stadium was empty, I don't think he was going to have that energy to do what he what, what he was doing. Yeah, so uh, we uh, need that crowd all the time for any sport. You actually need. That's why they always say in soccer is the twelfth man, yeah. and it actually uh, helped you with uh, with Buru's performance. Uh, yeah. and, and and the guys that were of course by Castle Corner. I mean, they they sang their oh, hearts they out. Did. They backed they the did. team. They, they were chanting the and they were singing. And Chris, we, we must discuss. You know the very fact that how nice would it have been right now if that game had uh, just perhaps started at six p.m. Yeah. Uh, instead of 1 p.m., mm-hmm. yeah. if we had lights at Harris Sports Club, like we see uh, everywhere else in the world, yeah, absolute where, full house. Yeah, T20 house. international cricket is now almost like a. It's an evening pursuit. It's yeah. like a, mm-hmm. it's it's you know you make a date to go to the cricket yeah. Uh, elsewhere. Yeah. You know, it's 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 rarely played in the afternoon. It's a, it's an evening outing, and I think Harris Sports Club would have been a full house. Full house, absolutely. And I think one thing that we we can see very clearly is that people, especially in Harare, are looking for something entertaining, mm-hmm. something different to do and cricket in the evening which for a number of people they've never actually experienced would be a very cool thing to do and I think Zimbabwe cricket needs to start thinking around those kinds of activities how do we get a full house at Harare Sports Club every single time and it's initiatives like that Barry that bring in new fans yes Uh, people who are attending just because of the vibe yes people that just want to enjoy themselves have good food uh, enjoy the atmosphere have a drink or two and not necessarily your hardcore cricket fans yeah. create the opportunity for them to actually do that. Yeah, and uh, listen, we we, we had the, the uh, privilege and advantage, I suppose, of uh, having the Golden Eagles head of security, Divine Senna. Uh, he's not a cricket former fan. Motor action, a, uh, former action, former motor action footballer. footballer. Premier yeah. soccer league player. Yeah. A footballer. He, he, he came across the cricket, was asking the rules and some of the mm. uh, uh, not so... Uh, the, the, the one I like is Nagasaka Zotko cricket with a hat-trick. That's the one <laughs> so, so having uh, new fans like that coming across and feeling the vibe that Alois is talking about, uh, you, what happens is that when India comes across, all of a sudden, up uh, 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 a divine sinner is going to say, "I want to go to the cricket again, and I want to experience that again." Else. And he'll yes, pull exactly. someone else. Now he's going with his lads, and yeah. it, it starts to grow. That that's what grows the game. Victor from Blauai says, "Well played, Zimbabwe." Come to think of it, this is our sixth victory from seven games. Uh, Dave Houghton has come up with the right uh, formula. More messages coming in here. Uh, well done, uh, Team Zim from Richard Chabikwa out in uh, Kariba. And soccer has failed us. Cricket 
Congratulations to the Chevrons. My spirit was almost down when Raza, Irvin, and Sean Williams were bowled out. Little did I know that Bill and Jongwe were there to do the job for the team. So a very important victory for the Chevrons and it's congratulations to them. A series victory over a higher ranked side in T20 international cricket. Uh, Let's take you, of course, uh, around Zimbabwe, not around the world. This is the local sports news roundup where we have tennis, netball, as well as news out of the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League. Hi, this is Benjamin Locke. I'm on the Zimbabwe Davis Cup team, and you're listening to ZFM Sport. Start off with some tennis news where the Zimbabwe tennis doubles pair of Benjamin and Courtney Locke missed out on what would have been their biggest win together in professional tennis after they reached the final of the Open Castilla y León on the ATP Challenger Tour in Spain. Benjamin and his younger brother lost to the Spaniards Inaki Montes de la Torre and Nicolas Alvarez Verona 7-6-6-3 in the finals of the event sponsored to the tune of 64,000 euros. It was the first Challenger Tour final for the duo which has won as many as 16 doubles titles on this less lucrative ITF circuit. In netball news, as the senior netball team makes a short break before they regroup for the final phase of the Netball World Cup qualifiers preparations, coach Ropafad Zomtauki believes they have covered most of the groundwork. Spa Zimbabwe sponsored James got to into camp early last month to prepare for the qualifiers due to take place this month in South Africa. This was their first their second camp working towards the qualifiers and they wrapped up with a friendly match against the men's select side on Sunday at Girls High School in Harare. Finish off with some Premier Soccer League news. Bulawayo Chiefs have signed former Highlanders and national team right back McClive Peary. The players last team was Venda Football Academy in South Africa's Glad Africa Championship where he was offloaded before he headed back home. Peary who also played for the now defunct Cholocho and Ngezi Platinum Stars locally was linked with a move back to High but it seems it do- did not materialize. Hence, he has joined Amakosi Amatle. Alois, good move for you in terms of Blayo Chiefs? No, not good move for me because I would have loved to, for him to actually upgrade and stay in South Africa. You know, when we have youngsters that are going to South Africa, we expect them to improve, go to bigger things. It's disappointing to actually see youngsters like them going to South Africa and actually coming back. You know, this is actually a step in the in the wrong direction. And uh, I'm, I'm afraid this is actually bad. We also have Madana Anga has been signed by Bengesi Platinum coming back again from South Africa. It doesn't look good. It doesn't I, look I, well for Zimbabwean football when our youngsters are going for one season and back here. Alos, you make, a, you make a, a fine point. Sorry to belabor this, guys. But uh, I think that uh, uh, there, there is a serious challenge with our players yeah. right now. Because we, can, uh, we could assign one or two and say that uh, perhaps lifestyle, perhaps they're not working hard enough or whatever the case may be. Uh, but we're getting players leaving our league, going to uh, leagues where it seems... Leaving our league as the best players. As the yes. best players. Yes, yeah. as the best players. Yeah. And then failing to cut it. Guys, in the Glad Africa Championship. And Imagine. for me, I suspect, that, I suspect that we are not coaching or we're not preparing our players well enough for a professional life as a footballer. Do not touch my radio. Hey, this is Cover Drive. Hey, this is Vivian. Yeah.
International Sports News Roundup, where the world comes out to play. From sunny Melbourne to the streets of Monaco, the deserts of Bahrain to the jungles of Brazil, get up to speed on the Formula One report. The Formula One report is proudly brought to you by Zimoko, the home of F1 brands Mercedes-Benz and Alfa Romeo in Zimbabwe. Zimoko, specialized service for special brands. Now, regular vehicle maintenance is the single most important thing anyone can do for their vehicle. A lot of care and maintenance goes into preparing a Formula One vehicle for race day. And all this maintenance isn't done for fun. It helps the engine reliability and performance to increase the driver's chances of winning. Some teams are doing that better than others, clearly. Care and maintenance (laughs) are just as important for the ordinary car. And one should never underestimate how important this routine function really is. Most people think that skipping a service or two won't do any harm to their vehicle and by skipping that important service one assumes they're actually saving money this is very very far from the truth take oil changes for example oil is essential in keeping a vehicle's engine cool so engines do a lot of work and produce heat and clean oil keeps the motor parts lubricated cutting down on engine wear so if you don't get your oil change regularly you run the risk of the engine seizing which causes engine failure engine failure means you're not not only you need to replace your engine and that can be incredibly expensive regular maintenance helps prevent avoidable high cost of repair for your vehicle it guards against breakdowns and keeps your vehicle operating as safely and economically as possible no one wants to be stuck in a broken down car at the wrong side of midnight let's put aside that cost stay tuned to zfm sport for more Uh, Let's get into the Formula One news where Red Bull team boss Christian Horner says that there is not one ounce of him that wishes Ferrari was putting up a closer fight in the Formula One championship battle. Max Verstappen's brilliant charge from 10th on the grid to grab victory at the Hungarian Grand Prix has helped the Dutchman open up an 80-point advantage in the Formula One driver's standings. By contrast, Ferrari saw its race unravel after fitting uh, race leader Charles Leclerc with hards, sparking a fall in pain that ultimately led to him finishing sixth. Let's hear from Christian Orner. No, I thought, you know what, if we can get somewhere near the podium today, that would be damage limitation. And I think that uh, to think that we could win from P10, um, you know, at, at this track that's notoriously hard to overtake with a bit of a clutch issue in the first half of the race. So uh, And a spin. And a spin. <laughs> um, so despite all of that, you know, Max just delivered a, a phenomenal drive today. And, uh, you know, the car was quick. It was it did what it needed. It was very kind on its tyres today. And, you know, Checo not being far off a podium as well from starting P11. So, um, yeah, you know, the perfect way to sign off the summer, you know, for the summer. No, the hard tyre definitely uh, wasn't great today. And you could see in this cold temperature, you know, originally we were going to start the race on the hard, but we switched it because we just looked to the temperatures and thought, you know what, it's it, you we're struggling to get tire temperature in the car on the way to the grid, let alone put our hard tire on, and that was on the soft tire. So, um, so we switched our plan last minute, and uh, you know, it worked out well.
Uh, Chris, it's all been strategy, strategy, strategy mm. for Red Bull. And it has to be because uh, they hardly have the fastest car uh, on <laughs> yeah. the grid. So they're having to combine good driving with good calls made from the pit. And uh, we talk up the likes of Christian Horner, uh, but there is a bit of magic behind yeah. the scenes that we don't know of. We don't know of. And it's so good that Max Verstappen actually highlighted this. And I love that it's a woman. So um, therefore, Red Bull's Formula One strategist, Hannah Schmitz, was actually credited by Max Verstappen for remaining insanely calm and coming up with that winning strategy for specifically the Hungarian uh, Grand Prix. They avoided using those hard compound tyre after struggling um, for grip during the reconnaissance laps to the grid. So they changed the plan for the race just before. And it's that kind of strategic thinking, I think, that helps Decisions made Bull in split seconds. In split seconds, which is all they have in Formula One. And you can see the distinct difference between good decision making on Red Bull's side and for example Ferrari who are struggling a bit in terms of that decision making and uh, Ferrari do have a very fast car Barry but reliability and strategy have been their problem uh, more strategy than reliability now because earlier in the season it was reliability now it's just strategy and I think that uh, listen their, their, their strategist needs to uh, go before a disciplinary hearing <laughs> uh, because at this race there were there were counters I think Alpha uh, made that same mistake uh, you could tell on the reconnaissance lap uh, Red Bull had the hards on what do you go and do you put the hards on and you get the guy who is 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 in front of the race in uh, Charles Leclerc fully in control all of a sudden he's driving on concrete and he can't get any grip uh, so <laughs> absolutely I mean uh, whenever Red Bull get the hards on Barry I mean uh, the thrust that they have uh, absolutely unstoppable and that is why if you take a look at the standings uh, we have Max Verstappen of Red Bull 258 uh, and we've got Red Bull Racing 431 in the constructors standing. Uh, Ferrari are in second and Mercedes in third. Lewis Hamilton is in sixth place. He's got 146 points, but he's now not too far off those that are chasing. And that is, of course, Charles Leclerc in second, Sergio Perez in third, George Russell in fourth, and Carlos Sainz in done, fifth. Mike. And, of course, the championship looks like it's done, but I think Lewis Hamilton could still try and salvage something from this mm. season by trying to finish as high as second place when it looked almost impossible just a couple of months ago. Our next race uh, will be, of course, on the 26th of August. That's when Formula One will resume after taking a three-week European summer break. Z. Now, Zamoka Workshops are state-of-the-art equipment operated by expertly trained professionals. Best of all, we understand that your vehicle and address any concerns to keep your car's performance at its optimal level. At Zamoka, a significant amount of our customer care focuses on value proposition, meaning uh, the older your car gets doesn't necessarily mean it should cost you more to maintain. Zamoka believes strongly in the heritage behind the motor vehicle brand we offer, and one of these classic heritage vehicle brands of note is the Jeep brand. For over 80 years, the Jeep brand has been linked to freedom, adventure, authenticity, and passion. Jeep owners have learned that go anywhere and do anything. Zamoka is proud to be the sole distributor of Jeep brand in Zimbabwe and offers an exciting range of Jeep models, including the stylish and practical Jeep Renegade. If you already own a Jeep model, Zimoko is the right place for your Jeep to get service. For a limited time, enjoy discounted minor and major service 
service pricing at Zimoko for a range of Jeep, petrol and diesel models. Enjoy minor Jeep service pricing from as little as 299 US dollars for the Jeep Grand Cherokee models and major Jeep servicing pricing from $425. Why skip a service or go anywhere else? For all the information on Zimoko service specials, please visit our website zimoko.co.zw that's zimoko.co.zw or drop us an email on inquiries at zimoko.co.zw flick us that email inquiries at zimoko.co.zw for booking details zimoko has your jeep covered the formula one report is proudly brought to you by zimoko the home of f1 brands mercedes-benz and alfa romeo in zimbabwe zimoko specialized service for special brands Hi, you're listening to ZFM Sport. My name's Graham Sharp, and I'm the first Zimbabwean to take on the Dakar Rally in a bike. Z. Around the world in 60 seconds. International sports news. We take off in England where Ollie Robinson has been recalled to a 14-man England squad for the first two test matches against South Africa. The Sussex Seamers previous test appearance came in January's final Ashes fixture in Hobart where a back problem saw him miss the three games against the West Indies in March before he was left out of the squad for the opening test against New Zealand at Lords in June. The 28-year-old will now hope to make his England comeback having been named in the squad for games against South Africa at Lords and Old Trafford as replacement for Jamie Overton who's out with hand and foot injuries. In news from South Africa, Springbok coach Jacques Nineber has named his team for the weekend's rugby championship test against the All Blacks at Mbombela Stadium. Nineber made three changes to the starting 15 that beat Wales 30-14 to in Cape Town last month. Currently, RNs will start at right wing in his second test. He replaces Cheslin Colby who is recovering from a broken jaw. Fafta Klerk is back at scrum half in place of Jaden Hendricks while Marco Marks will run out at hooker in place of Bongi Bonambi and will touch down in the United States where Tiger Woods turned down the region of $700 million to $800 million to join the new Saudi-backed Live Golf Series. A host of top players have joined the breakaway tour which will Woods said at last month's Open he disagreed with. Woods, who maintained his allegiance to the PGA Tour, said at St. Andrews he does not see how that move is positive in the long term for a lot of these players. Mike, Tiger Woods, definitely a better person than me because I would have taken that money. <laughs> yeah, listen, I think he's, he's, he's made a, a lot of money on the back of uh, the PGA Tour. Uh, and it's his way of just saying thank you to them. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he's not in a hurry to make more money. Let's just put it that way. You know, he recently got announced as, uh, as a billionaire. Uh, he's recovered his position despite paying over $400 million, uh, to his wife in that divorce settlement. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he does earn enough money in terms of the endorsements that he currently gets. And for him, as a player who, who has always made more money from endorsements, ETC, I think for him, he's taking a look at this and thinking, you know what? Do I? Where do I make more money? Mm-hmm. Is it from the, the the playing of golf, or is from my image? Yeah. And I think he's thinking to himself, you know what? I think my image is more valuable to me right now. Hit the gram. Follow us on Instagram. Keep us in your timeline. So you don't want to miss it. Take a picture of me. See it. Share it. Fan Zone. Get in touch with the team and have your say your way. Operator. 
0731168045 and that is exactly where we head uh, high team uh, crisscross is talking about you Alois here and made an important point on our players there we also have Blessing Sarupindo who is back at uh, Makepe Kepe I recall the guy was once touted to be on his way to uh, the Portuguese league just before COVID yes. I think we do have talent but we lack proper grooming the message from Blessing Biblos Maina in Bukavu the DRC. Oh, wow. Ah. And it is a plus two, four, three, actually. Wow. In the DRC. Shucks. Como sa va? Yes. Ooh, Chris. Well, there you go, Chris. Come yeah. on now. Oh. Come on now. That's why you're on the show. Is this years of listening to Roomba? Years of listening to Roomba and actually going there. If, I promise if you spend all of a week in the Congo, you'll come back with, with a good amount uh, uh, of uh, uh, no I'll no better something. Uh, nice one. Uh, congratulations, Zim Cricket, before Bill and Jongwe at the crease. Tangataka bata Hanamau we did it amazingly. Congratulations. Love Mokashawa. Kuadzana won in Harare. And the Bayern and Do trophy. Iyavo Iyoyo Yega this season. Borussia Dortmund. Irukutural League. Now Yaka Simba. Mostly my defenders. Ayaka Tenga. Plus, that coach is the one Akai Zosa from ninth position to second in season 2020 sub 23, 24 yeah. uh, so they're young players so there's going to be a lot of energy in, in, in and I think in five of them into the starting lineup five, yes uh, five definite starters in, in Terzic they've got a they've got a coach who is a he's a, he's a detail oriented coach so he's going to study opposition he's going to prepare match plans uh, that make sense so it's going to be a lot closer I think. Germany needs that doesn't it Chris in mm-hmm. terms of that competition we just need a breath of fresh air yeah. someone who can challenge uh, and, and possibly rest the crown away from uh, Bayern Munich like we've seen in Italy where your Inter has come through Mm -hmm. AC Milan has come through make it a bit more exciting I think it it becomes a bit of a drab affair when we know like you know just after halfway through the season Bayern Munich's run away with the thing already I think it takes a little bit of excitement and sparkle out of the league so when you've got a competitive um, Borussia Dortmund coming through when you've got Leipzig coming through and they're putting pressure as well I think it adds an element of excitement that I think the Bundesliga sorely, sorely needs. Hans, ha, ha. Hans, uh, well, and ça va bien. Merci. Uh, <laughs> that's our fella out in Bukavu. Well, listen, Blasga, Blasi Blessing. Mokan doing that diamond, Zokan dry number. Blasga, one diamond. Just one. Come look, come look, come look, where was Dave? Nguba yese yanzi atanga tichira rakashwa. That is the landlord. And well done, Dara Diva and the boys. Ryan Bell, you rock boy. Taurai Pagomba. Alois, they are talking about Dave Houghton. And yeah. uh, you know, th- that's the importance of having someone who instills belief in the players. Uh, and then when the performances come around and the victories uh, start to mount up, it also gives belief to the fans and ultimately it will show in the amount of fans that are attending matches, attending at Harare Sports Club or Queen Sports Club. Uh, th- there's a nice positive vibe right now and you've got to cred- credit the work d- uh, done by Dave Houghton as a coach. 
Yes, uh, Michael, you see, it needs a trigger. And a trigger is just sends out a positive vibe in everything that you need. They, that one thing that is missing, that actually connects everything together, it now looks like the cricket dots are now connected together. We needed that. Like you are saying, it starts with the, doing the correct thing, getting the correct coach, doing the correct things, you start getting results. When you get results, the fans start coming. When the fans start coming, the players get more energy and they are happy to start yeah. winning again. When they start winning again, the corporates start coming in, flocking in, yes. and there's more money, and there's mm. more vibe, there's more more fans, everything starts working together and this is where we are with cricket right now we're in the positive direction absolutely and DJ Bong sums it up he says uh, congrats uh, to the Chevrons on the win what a good way to boost our team especially uh, as we play India and Australia before the World Cup your, your hit mu- music station my station, your station it's everybody's station Z FM Stereo the big leagues the big teams, the big players, the beautiful game on ZFM Sport. Horsepower unmatched. Talk to beat the best. Speed unrivaled. Sleek and easy on the eye. Let's get behind the wheel of football engineered to perfection. The Bundesliga, made in Germany. All right, now following their German Super Cup defeat to Bayern Munich, RB Leipzig have turned to the transfer market for answers as they're growing uh, increasingly confident they can agree a deal to re-sign Timo Werner from Chelsea. Talks between the two clubs are running at full speed and the Bundesliga club are exploring all possibilities, whether it be a loan or permanent Deal. Now, he joined Chelsea two years ago, Alois. Uh, he's a 26 years old, but you've got to say to yourself, the marriage between Chelsea and Timo Werner has hardly been a happy one. Yeah, disappointingly so for me, because I actually was excited when he came from Germany to uh, to Chelsea. I thought he was going to, to do well, because when I look at him, I still think that he's a very good player. Probably a uh, wrong type of football for him. Mm. I don't know. He's got so much energy. Maybe at Liverpool. Maybe at a team that does, because he has got energy, he has yeah, got yeah, the yeah. stamina. He needs to go to a team that does, that play football at a high speed. Yeah. And all the time. Because he had the Jungwonzi by delaying and one through pass in, in 10 minutes, once in 10 minutes. I don't think it's his type it, of it, it, it doesn't work that way. And Chris, he was he was called Turbo Timo. Mm. Oh, yeah, you Bundesliga see now. Yeah. Uh, yes. Because of exactly what uh, Alois is mentioning. But uh, uh, sadly, that Turbo is suffering some reliability issues. <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea doesn't, doesn't yeah. get used. <laughs> and, and I, you know what? It's been talked about that he's also keen on a move. He's keen on getting regular game time. Also, with his eye on the World Club, he wants to be um, in Hansi Flick's team as well. So he's keen on getting some really good game time. Another rumor is that his relationship with Thomas Tuchel is also not the best. And Tuchel also is happy to let him go. So it's just, I think, a situation that didn't work for both the club and the player. Um, Mike, I want to talk about your favorite uh, individual in the whole world. World. No, <laughs> no, Thomas Tuchel. <laughs> Thomas Tuchel uh, has had challenges with Romelu Lukaku. He's had challenges with several players, including Timo Werner. Now, um, who's the problem here? Yeah, the, the, that's the thing. 
Yeah. So I'm looking at the situation at Chelsea and I'm thinking to myself, why do a lot of senior players want to leave? Yeah. Uh, you know, if you are in a good space, if the project has got a positive vibe around it, it's moving forward, uh, you believe in the methods of the coach, uh, in his vision, uh, in his plan for the team, then surely the likes of Rudiger are not leaving uh, and are going to join Real Madrid mm. because they're thinking to themselves, you know what, I'm at Chelsea, I'm in a good space. Why do the likes of who is the club captain, why does he want to leave? Senior player, Marcus Alonso has been there a long time. He wants to go. Christensen has left. He wants to go. Werner himself, you're talking about. So so there are so many players who are having problems with Chelsea. And you have to take a look at it. I think Kepa. Uh, he's also on his way out. So, so many senior players are leaving Chelsea. Uh, and you've got to take a look at Thomas Tuchel and think to yourself, you know what? Can he handle the established uh, senior pros? Pros, yeah. Because people talk about Thiago Silva, who, of course, is now all of 37, 38 years old, mm-hmm. uh, having a phenomenal time uh, at Chelsea. Let's not forget the man who got rid of him from PSG yes. was Thomas was Tuchel. Thomas Tuchel. Uh, they actually did prime. They yeah. Did, yeah, they didn't see eye to eye at PSG. Yeah. And the only reason why Tuchel embraced Silva mm. at Chelsea is because Silva was now the the go-to the guy go-to. in yes. central defence. Yeah. So he had no choice. Yeah, and so uh, Thomas Tuchel uh, has some work to do in terms of winning the players over. But in terms of winning uh, uh, Timo Werner, uh, RB Leipzig are in a battle against Juventus because Juventus have said that they may turn to Werner uh, if they fail to get their prime target, who is Alvaro Morata. And that's according to Sky in Italy. Italy will keep a keen eye on the developments around that number. Neymar, Mbappe, Kadewere, and now the king of Zemmour. Enjoy the taste of French football on ZFM Sport. All right now, Paris Saint-Germain star Neymar has hit out at critics of teammate Lionel Messi following the team's 4-0 win against Nantes in the Trophée de Champion. Uh, the Argentine attacker was a key figure in the French champions' first trophy win of the season, having scored the opening goal in the victory against last season's Coupe de France uh, winners, uh, Mike your favorite person in the world now. Probably. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Lionel Messi. <laughs> watch, watch this game. He seems up for it this yeah. season. Uh, he's keen. Uh, he's getting more involved. The, it's a better oh, system, isn't it, it? It's a better system, but it was without Mbappe. So I'm waiting to see how they accommodate Mbappe. Obviously, we know Mbappe will be in the starting lineup. Mm. Yeah. But uh, it, it seems just a lot easier uh, with Messi playing in tandem with Neymar. I think uh, there was a, a, a very direct approach, which I liked about this whole team. Uh, I think Galtier is actually a very good coach right. you know those slow insipid performances from PSG from last season now nah, they are playing a very up-tempo uh, quick game a very incisive passing uh, the box entries my goodness mm. I mean they're, they're almost playing Man City style type football where okay. you are under relentless pressure and um, at some point you're going to have to break mm. they're playing a back three as well Kimpembe Ramos and Marquinhos yeah. so they've got a lot of protection uh, at the back experienced campaigners all of them so the, this PSG side I think a lot of people will not take them seriously at their own peril. Yeah, and and, and they may not take them seriously uh, with the backlash of uh, uh, thinking historically to Pochettino. But you uh, you think to yourself, when at the turn of the year after the World Cup, when we start in the business end of the Champions League uh, and it's knockout football and possibly 
This PSG side may have even wrapped up the league as early as that. They can focus on the Champions League and everybody will have to sit up and take notice, especially uh, from what we've seen so far. Fast, incisive football. Yeah, I guess we, uh, when, when Mike said that if people don't take them seriously, they are in for a time. Uh, I think you're talking about uh, the Champions League. Yes, that yeah, is yeah, because it's sorted. Yeah. In France, yeah, I think France, it's already uh, sorted. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, already, it's, already, it's already sorted. But look, uh, PSG has been there. Two finals in a row. Yeah. You know, people, they, I don't know, they don't have that extra glamour and that respect. They're not getting the respect that they deserve, yeah. to be honest. Because if you are a team that it is, is appearing final, in easy. the final twice yeah. in two years, in two seasons, you should be respected. Yeah. You know, but now that they are even stronger at this point in time, I think they can still get a step further mm. and, win, and, and, and win this. Uh, they, they are always a favourite. When you look at them on paper, they are big, big favourites. Mm. I, I think it's the one team you don't want to draw yeah. Yes, uh, in the Champions League. Uh, in the knockout not. stages, uh, I, I doubt they'll repeat the mistakes they made versus Real Madrid. Let, yeah. Let's not forget, they pounded Real Madrid. Real Madrid, they pounded yeah. them. They yeah. pounded them. Yeah. But, uh, you know, in, in the crunch moments, they, they sort of like relaxed and allowed them back in the in the game. Uh, and pretty much like Man City, Real Madrid are too experienced. Uh, and they know the lay of the land when it comes to Champions League football. They will hurt you. They will take yeah. advantage. They will punish you. And you can't legislate for Thibaut Courtois having those sort of games like he did in those the quarterfinal, semifinal, and indeed the final of the Champions League, delivering the trophy almost on a silver platter uh, to Real Madrid. All right, the message is coming through here, guys. That's good evening, guys. Uh, great show as always. However, just to add my opinion on the Chelsea issue, Rudiger left because his contract needed renewing at a time when the Chelsea takeover was still ongoing and the financial embargo had been placed on the club. Hang on, Tadiwa from Bulawayo. Uh, the club issues were fixed, actually, way before Rudiger had signed anything uh, with, with, with Real Madrid. With Real Madrid, sorry. So, so, but we, we, we can take Rudiger out of the equation. What are these, all these other players other that want players, to leave? Exactly, Aspro yeah. Kuwaita, your club captain, wants to leave. Yeah, Lukaku, gone. It's, 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 it's. Chora Lukaku, Kuinta. I don't want to bring it in. Watch it happen. So, I, I, that, think, I think probably he has got this my way or headmaster. Highway. Headmaster. Headmaster. Yeah. Headmaster. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. think that's the challenge. And uh, the modern pro cannot live with the headmaster. You cannot. Style. I, I think this season, uh, Tuko has got a lot to prove. Yeah. Uh, he's got to prove. I think the Champions League victory bought him time mm-hmm. it's allowed him to have the season that he had last year and if Chelsea fans want to take a look at themselves uh, just a bit of introspection last season was underwhelming yeah. for yeah. Chelsea it was, yeah. they were supposed to challenge yeah, yeah, yes. there is no way Liverpool should have been finishing 20 points ahead of Chelsea yes and 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 they were quite definitely the best of the rest uh, and, and so that's underwhelming for them also the transfer window will guys, he be allowed that this the season? transfer window this transfer window is a sign that Chelsea is not in a good space because they've been beaten to how many transfers mm-hmm. by Barcelona it's ridiculous it's embarrassing. if, if it's today bad. if Chelsea say they're interested in Alois Alois will be signed by Barcelona <laughs> <laughs> I receive <laughs> then Chelsea alright guys speaking of Spain. Let's dive into Spain, where Barcelona president Juan Laporta uh, said the club have sold 24.5% of Barca Studios to Socials.com for 100 million euros to help register new signings. Barca has spent over 150 million euro on Rafinha, Robert Lewandowski and Jules Koundé, uh, while Andreas Christensen and Frank Kessier 
have both arrived on free transfers. We tried to explain this, Chris, uh, whereby they, 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 uh, Barcelona can sign players, but registering them, they need to balance the books. And part mm-hmm. of balancing uh, the books, Juan Laporta had already said he's going to use economic levers. So they, they're getting rid of some of their TV yeah, rights and yeah. then also selling uh, shares in Barca Studios. You've got to say, as, a, as uh, financial engineering, <laughs> Juan Laporta <laughs> is right up there with the best. He's engineering. right up there with the best. I don't know if you got a specific team for the transfer window. He's probably been preparing for this for some time. And I think when people are taking a look at the assets that are available to a football club, it's hard to imagine it from here where we have limitations. But I think when you're taking a look at especially the Spanish clubs, they have such a variety in terms of their revenue opportunities and their flexibility in terms of that financial engineering that you're talking about. So all he's done is activate in terms of what's available to them in terms of their assets. Mm. And, and mm. those those assets that, that uh, he's mortgaged, uh, uh, Mike, they say that uh, he could be able to trade out in about three years. Um, uh, Absolutely. And, 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 and that's the whole idea. He's put uh, in there uh, the options to buy back, to buy yes. back uh, exactly. what he sold. Yeah. And so it's, so it's just it's, mortgaging these, yeah, these yeah, assets. Yeah. Absolutely. And getting Mufa, the money Mufa, now. And so it's clever accounting by Joan Laporta making Barcelona a formidable, formidable entity once again. In 30 seconds, Alois, what he's done is he's making Barcelona competitive and that's going to earn them more money, especially if they start winning things. Of course, yeah, just like we talked about cricket, when you start winning, when you start doing well, you still get more money, yeah. more corporates coming in, more fans, more everything. So he knows what he's doing. He knows that for them to actually recover this money and buy back those shares, they need to have success on the field. Yeah, And that's what they're preparing. They've got a good coach, they're playing swashbuckling football, and they know that they're going to achieve this. Barcelona and PSG is going to be a very exciting prospect uh, that, during that, this that's, prob- that's probably your dream uh, final for yeah, this Champions That's my League. dream final already. <laughs> 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 Alright, let's wrap it up in England where Chelsea are in advance. Talks to uh, Brighton left-back Mark Cucurella and uh, are willing to pay £50 million asking price uh, for the Manchester City target. The Spaniard handed in a transfer request on Friday in a bid to push through a move to City but the Premier League champions will not pay Brighton's asking price uh, with Chelsea now in pole position to sign the 24-year-old. The Chelsea has must keep this under wraps. Barca discover what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) Just find out that they're interested in him. Uh, It's going to be. And he's a former Barca player. Uh, Exactly. So uh, we'll we'll keep a keen eye on how that one is progressing. Guys, we're out of time. We're back for Wacky Wednesday tomorrow. So don't miss it. May God richly bless you. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Menandi, out. It's Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. The biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world, in front of any player in the world, and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station.
Hi, this is Mike Madud and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.